0: to an absolute incredible performance. I'm not going to say anything. Timmy, speak to me. Cowboys West Storm.
2: Unreal, wasn't it? Um, and you look at, you know, factors such as the Storm missing, these Pappenhausens and Jerome Hughes, and yeah, they had players out, so you've got to take that into consideration. Had the Cowboys won by 6 or 12, you'd be like, you know, they missed them blokes, that would have been the difference. Like they smashed them by 30 points. Mm. So it's like, even if them blokes were there, you know, how much of a difference would they have made? Would it have been 30 points? Well, you'd be a brave person to say it. Mm. Um, mate, the thing that excites me so much with the Cowboys, and I get more hype for them every single week, like we all are, mm. is just how raw they still are. So I'm just wondering where their ceiling is and how good they can be when you look at these nanies and lookies, Even Drinkwater, who it's taken him so long to become a consistent performer in the top grade and get the errors out of his game, and he's getting there now. Like, how good can this side be? Whether even if it's not this year, like maybe next year, or oh, the sky's the limit. Yep. And I can't believe I'm saying that after the opinions at the start of the season. Yep, you're well, I thought there was a set of six that stood out
3: for me. There was they they had it on the left hand side, and Drinky got it at first receiver, and Chad swung around the back of him. So it was a bit of like a role reversal in the way they normally play. But then they went to the right. Drinky got it back. He went left. He got tackled did and jumped into dummy half and he threw it to robson to go through yeah so you had your halfback playing a hooker role you had a hooker playing a middle sort of role On like
2: they just cohesion just clicks into
3: gear yeah and it's the same as we mentioned earlier with val <coughs> and with Hiku. as you said there's a million reasons why you don't do that mm. but they make it look so simple and so easy yeah the whole 17 just understand their role and like you, you could see robson on that play he was running over trying to get into dummy half and as he went over there he realized that didn't got in there mm. So he just went bang and just yes. played another role. Instead of getting out of the way, which a lot of hookers would have done in that moment, mm. I'll just get out of the way. He saw something and him and Deirdre, and Like there's, 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 there isn't a world where Did and him have ever practiced anything like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's just
3: that footy instincts, they're all on the same page and they just make it
0: work. They're playing for each other. Yeah, for there's them. no ego. There's no ego between anyone in their spine of like, I want the ball, give me the ball. It's all, how can I help you do whatever you need to do it is just so good to watch. And also, very rarely do I see a half outplay the storm. <sighs> Chad Townsend was putting on specific plays that were like... What was the one where it was a... he Was Drinkwater like ran like a, a shorter line that was out the back? I've got it here on the notes. And then there was another one, a ruck play, where they ran like a real tight short line and ended up scoring. There were two tries that were set plays that required everyone to run their line perfectly and Townsend to execute it personally, perfectly. And very rarely do I see the Storm's defence get picked apart like that. Like, I just very rarely see it. And the Cowboys did it. Like, I cannot believe how good they're playing. Townsend, his legacy has changed from, yep, premiership winner, but good solid seven
3: to, hang on a sec, have we not been appreciating what he managed to do, you know? The Cowboys last week, it was their fourth week in a row scoring thirty plus points. It's the first time they've done that in their club's history. Then mm. they just put thirty points on the Melbourne stall.
2: Wow. And then we look at it and go, I think I've said this four weeks in a row, but the Spine have now played eleven games together. Yep. Complete set of new combinations and they're doing what you just mentioned about slotting into new spots seamlessly. Like Mate, they
3: haven't even played eleven games. You've got to remember they haven't yeah. played the first few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's more like six or seven. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is honestly incredible what they're doing. Um, Todd Payton, like I feel like we're going to be uh, repeat all week, every week, sorry, for the rest of the year of just giving him raps. But how – okay, so I sent you that message. Yeah. This, this is – this is hopefully I can find it. It's not going to take too long. But this is the Broncos um, – not the Broncos, sorry, the Cowboys' last five years. 2018, 13. 2019, 14. <coughs> 2020, 14th, 2021, 15th, 2022, halfway through the season, they are third, equal second, but they're third. Like equal second on points by their third, uh, by points differential. I can't remember. Let's say they do finish the season in third. Let's just say that. Have we ever seen such a dramatic turnaround from a club to go from essentially 14th on the table all the way to top three? I, and, and not just like, like for example, you might look at Roosters and go, well, 2016, Roosters finished 14th and they came back the next year. I'm talking – it wasn't just like one bad year. This is a block mm. of bad years, like nearly five years of finishing 13th, 14th or four years, they now could be potentially a top four side. I can't remember. And not on top of all that, he's a rookie coach. The, the turnaround has been something
3: like something we've never seen before. Can really I shut into this game on the weekend, yeah, yes. Melbourne were missing Pappy. Melbourne are missing Husey. Cowboys have got two players in their football team that are still there from their premiership victory. Cole felt Tamalolo both got injured in the first twenty minutes of this yeah. game. Yep, they did that with with fifteen players for the last sixty minutes, and the two that went are Tamalolo, who is he not their best player in this football team? Ran, he he uh, literally played twenty six minutes. Yep, and Cole felt played fifteen. They had to bring in Hammer, who's you know very handy, but. He hasn't played a heap of rugby league this year. Yeah. To play sixty five against the Melbourne Storm, they still won by thirty points. And when they lost Felt and when they lost uh Tammolo, it was like six all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the game was The more right, you look yeah. at it,
3: the more impressive it is, and the more I can't put as much value in Melbourne had players out as what people want to tell me.
0: If they had lost by as you just said earlier, if they lost by six to twelve points, I'd be like, Yeah. Hughes and, and, and Pappy would have been the difference, but they didn't. They got absolutely dominated in every area of the park. Now, you know, in their defence, I think Munster was really, really sick th- throughout the week, but Storm have been through way worse situations and played much better footy than they've played the last two weeks. What do
1: you got, Matty? i uh, just unfortunately, Tam Lolo and Felt confirmed to miss this week against Panthers, and Felt's going to be out for like four to six mm-hmm. weeks.
0: I mean, as unfortunate it is, because Felt is like such an incredible finisher. At least it removes the headache for yeah. the Hamiso situation. Uh, but Felt will be sorely missed because the amount of times he gets him out of trouble with a great finish, a great saving try-saving tackle, or or whatever, uh, he will be really, really sorely missed. But yeah, look, massive congratulations. Gilbert was outstanding. Uh, Jordan McLean, where's this been? <laughs> How good's he been? He's been outstanding, outstanding. Uh, Townsend obviously great. Dearden, one of the great turnarounds for such a young mind. Like usually, when you go through the the ring of the way he did, it takes years to come out of that. For him to turn it around this quickly, think put it this way: this is how incredible Todd, Todd Payton, uh, what he has managed to do over the last couple of years. When he signed Dearden, everyone was like, "Why would you sign Dearden? He can't even make the Broncos side." When he signed Townsend, everyone was like. Why would you sign Townsend? You know, he's way past his best. Um, when he moved Hamiso from fullback and put Scotty Drinkwater there and then didn't put Hamiso back in has been the correct decision. Like, these aren't all easy decisions that, you know, are very obvious shouting in our face. Like, these are really, really tough decisions. Ruben Cotter, who we thought was, you know, going to play 9, then 13, he's been moved into the front row. Like, it is incredible what, they, what he's managed to do um in the cowboys are we sold are they, the, are they the real deal i'm sold
2: i was just going to say quickly on your, you mentioned a while ago now but um <laughs> the 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 season turnaround in the space of 12 months one that came to mind for me was penrith um never forget this one but back in wooden spoon oh one oh two they finished 12th out of 15 teams the yep. 15th team being the bulldogs who had their points stripped yeah two wins off the wooden spoon uh premiers in 03, premier's yeah, well. in 03 so yeah that one that's as good as i can remember
0: yeah so, we're, we're talking 20 years essentially. Yeah. Since the last Long time, time. A, a team has turned incredible. And that, that team had like Freddie Fittler in it and that, didn't it?
2: No. That no, was that Craig was, Gower. Yeah, Gower. Oh, that Preston. was Luke so That's
0: um, Scotty Sattler. Yeah. Tackle. Luke yep. Lewis on the sting. Was he on the sting? I think yeah. Luke Lewis on Luke the sting. Luke Lewis, thing. Luke Rooney, Reese Weser at fullback. Full Luke Rooney. Oh, Reese Weser, what a gun. Null he was Vell, a gun. Pritchard, Yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, that is a great turnaround. So, we're looking at like 20 years. And since, like, yeah, it's just incredible. Congratulations, Cowboys. I I cannot speak highly enough of what you've managed to do there. And I do think you can see Peyton has really embraced, like, that kind of grey area where he's really harsh. He's really, like, this is the way I want to do it. But I think he seems to be a bit more flexible in in what he's trying to do compared to last year. Last year he seemed very, like, rigid in what he wanted. I
3: think this year he's been a bit more flexible in it. Wouldn't it be crazy if... You know, Todd Payton was obviously at the Warriors, as was Chad Townsend for a while there. Yeah, Wouldn't yeah. it be crazy if Chad and Todd Stayed. were at yeah. the Warriors instead oh, of... Like, when you think about like when I look at the shell that he walked into at the Cowboys, I would have personally rather walk into the Warriors side that they had yeah. and what he's done with the Cowboys. Well
0: Warriors nearly made the eight that year. It's
3: crazy.
0: It's fucking mental. Uh, sliding doors moment. Now let's quickly talk about this guy because we've got to talk about him. What I love about this performance, everyone's going to look at the tries from Nanai. Everyone's going to look at the tries. What I love about this, 29 tackles, zero missed against the Melbourne Storm from Nanai. This kid, this kid is such a gun. Townsend literally rocked up, did a whole preseason. At the end of the preseason, someone goes, Nanai, like, you know, he's so good for a teenager. Townsend was like, what are you talking about? Apparently the whole preseason, Townsend thought that Nani was like 23 or 24 years
2: old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, that, but that's how professional Nani was. That's how hard he worked. And look at the dividends it's paying. It's in, like Nani for me is just so impressive. He's just got that, just something about him. I know we remember I spoke about his debut, yep. and I was saying like I can't put my finger on it. Like he's not massive. He's not fast as anything. But there's just something about. I compared him to Menzies, not in the way that he looks like Menzies, but. You can't look at him physically and see what the answer is, but he has that something about him—the way he moves. He's stronger than he should be, and I think we're seeing that. I think with with NanoEye, we're, we're truly seeing—he has that little special source that you can't really, you can't like uh, measure it. He just has it, and so much so. Do you think he's a smoky for origin? No, I don't think he's a smoky
3: for origin just yet. Uh, but as a Queenslander, no, on the bench. No, which is credit to your team, mm. to be fair Like, I, What do you reckon?
2: No, I think he's well too raw still It's a great start because a month ago we were talking about how, how good he's looked But missing 10 tackles yeah. a game whatever, for zero missed tackles um, I still think he's very raw I love coming out of that game where he said something like And talking about his how quickly he adapts and how quickly he learns And how quickly he's improving Said something like he can't remember scoring a try off a kick, uh, coming all through juniors, or there was very few of them, or something. Yeah, and then it's just become his trademark this season. So, I like, don't
3: believe him, I yeah, really
2: don't. It's not,
0: he's too good at but it. But
3: we said, like, I had someone message to me last week and abuse the hell out of me saying, Oh, how could you say he's the best off a kick ever, blah blah? And I'm like, oh, You know what? He's not, he might not be the greatest off kicks ever, but as far as forwards go. Tell me anyone that has Got close to half of what The amount of tries he scored off kicks You're sitting at like 10 or 11 tries He scored about 8 of them off kicks yeah. It's unbelievable Would you yeah. pick him? Would I pick him? Oh, fuck I'd be thinking
0: about it So I'm just trying to think Okay Let's say Fafita isn't back by that stage He wouldn't start for me But you look at their bench Who would you have on the bench? You'd have probably well, who, Who's your starting front rowers? Starting front rowers will be Um, Oh my god I Papa Big Papa Lee. Yeah. And most likely either Carrigan if he doesn't play thirteen, or maybe even Flegler. There's another guy I had I can't remember now. Um, okay,
3: sweet. So, so you got one of those two on the bench then? Yeah. One of Fle- you, you got uh, is Mo Fotowaker going to be there?
0: Probably on the bench. So Flegler and Mo Let's yeah. Let's just say Moe starts. We'll just say okay. he starts. Yeah. So you've got Lee and Waker starting because he's already played origin. You've got Flegler on the bench. You've got Carrigan at 13. Yeah. You've got, uh, oh, sorry. Tino would start in the front row for me. Tino, oh, Tino would start in the front yes. row. So you'd have Flegler, Waker on the bench. Yeah. Cotter as your, probably Cotter as your 14-ish player. If not, you'd have Cotter, then you'd have probably Brimo as your 14. But, if,
2: but,
3: yeah. We haven't mentioned Arrow. We haven't mentioned... Ben Hunt.
0: So Arrow would be my wide, one of my wide running forwards.
3: And Capewell on the other side? Yep, Capewell yeah, on the okay, other side. Right.
0: And so that's where I'm like, that last bench spot, again, I'm not saying I would select him. I'm just saying maybe he gets yeah. a sneak in there or maybe 18th man or my 19th man. Is Lindsay Collins in
3: the conversation?
0: Yeah, good point. He was really good for us in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's a great
3: problem. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you got a lot of
0: guys that are in form... Would you start Lindsay in uh I Popper wouldn't Lee? start him. Or would you go Tino and Popoli because you know they can get through big fucking minutes. Yeah. Big big boys. Would you just have Carrigan at thirteen?
3: I was going to say, who's your thirteens at Carrigan? Carrigan,
0: then? yeah, for me personally. But I understand if people go wanted to go Cotter. I personally think Carrigan's the I, perfect I think you'd thirteen or the bench. I think that.
2: Carrigan for sure. Yeah.
0: Thirteen. 13. Uh, Kate will one edge. Arrow one edge. And then the bench is where, you know, well, let's say Maui drops out. Let's say Maui drops out. Well, There's a bit n-
1: of word that he could. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Kofusi will drop out? Kafusi. Oh, Kifusi Kifusi
0: on the yeah. edge, yeah. No. Okay, yeah, all right. To be fair, <laughs> yeah.
2: we spoke about it last week, but I prefer Arrow at lock in the middle anyway. Mm. Um, whether that mean, means you just play Kerrigan off the bench or Arrow off the bench, which is fine as well. Um, if they do want to go with Kafusi, yeah. which they probably will. Yeah, they love they probably, yeah,
0: he's so good at origin. Yeah, look, I, I think Carrigan is just too good not to have on the field as much as possible. Yeah. And he's a big body in the middle there. So I'd probably have Arrow on the bench. Yeah, now that we go through the forwards, Nanai probably a bit too soon for...
3: Mm. There's going to be other <laughs> really good forwards that miss out on that side. So yeah,
0: like, which is fuck, It's a great sign to have. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I didn't have him being selected. I just had him as in discussion. Mm. Like, you know, would he be in discussion? But then when you start naming guys like Kafusi, Arrow, Tino, um, you know, Lindsay Collins... It starts going. Yeah, it's going to be a bit too hard to probably get him in there. Matter of fact, it might even be a bit too hard to get Cotter in there.
3: But insane that we were saying six weeks ago. Thank God they signed him for one week because he's got a lot of shit to sort out. Yeah. Now we're talking about him as an origin. Well, to
0: be, to be fair in his defence, if you just were picking form and you didn't know anyone's name, he's probably the form edge uh, edge forward for Queensland. Would you say he's playing better than Confucius? Yeah, if you Warren? go like like blank resume, blank stuff. resume, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I think you guys are right. I think probably a year or two away from him, put a bit more. Imagine that's what's crazy. He's a teenager. Imagine when he puts on fucking yeah. incredible. So, uh, again, another thing as well is like Cowboys. The sign of a good club is when you get young guys coming through, and they. They improve their game week in, week out. It means your systems are working, you know. Like, Nani, you know, before he came through, we weren't hearing about this next Australian schoolboy that's killing it or whatever. He was a good, solid guy coming through, and the Cowboys system has turned him into this kind of player, mm. which is a good sign for the club.
3: Have we only got one more game until Origin teams are selected? I think so. Yeah.
0: So so one more game, then Origin is selected, then another game, and then Origin's the next week? Oh, out wow, that's so close.
3: Do, do you think
0: Kyle Felt would have been in the side? I, don't, I think there's too many good players. Yeah, being, okay. Like, I think Xavier Coates, for me, three weeks ago, was in the side. Mm. It's Coates and Oates on Oates, the wings. Yeah. Now, Xavier has been a bit quiet, personally, and I probably wouldn't have selected Selwyn a few weeks ago. Now, though, and Billy Slater coming out and
3: saying age is just a number – Maybe Selwyn is ready I was just about to say It would have been interesting (laughs) If Felt was injured Four weeks ago And you also had Hammer Given a month of footy Yeah Because it it is his jersey Mm. He was there game three And did well I don't think he'll be there But it would be interesting If he was given a few extra weeks to show. Who's your Queensland wingers? uh, The same as you I would go with Oates and Coates
0: So you'd still keep Coates in there Even though he's been a bit quiet? Yeah for sure So you wouldn't go with Selwyn Would you go with Selwyn? I'd go the same as you Coates and Oates Mate, I can just imagine someone in that maroon jersey. <laughs> I thought you weren't keen like, last week. No, no, I wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying okay, right. Like, like, it's. I didn't expect him to have three line breaks and 220. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fair, yeah, with yeah. how good he's playing and with how quiet Coates has been, it's starting. To, and also hearing Billy Slay say like he's definitely in the mix, it's starting to make me go, maybe. Maybe Billy, and I know it's a crazy thing to say, boys, but maybe Billy's saying something I'm not (laughs) saying. Maybe he's saying something I'm not saying. But the positive thing is, is Queensland is in a totally different position than they were like 12 months ago. They were scraping together a team.
3: And I I think that's why I probably don't pick him. It's just because you have got other guys that you know have been there before. They've done a job. They've been successful. They're coming out of good systems right now. They're in form. Um, Yeah, but... I, I don't think it's a negative on someone if he doesn't play Origin this year. I think it's good. If I
0: said to you the Cowboys are going to towel up the Storm essentially without Jason Taumalolo, what, what would have you said at the start of the year? No way, no way. Crazy, eh? Yeah,
2: I would have laughed at you. Um, Sounds like a
0: trial. I will say, uh, Reese Robson, although he still has a tendency, some of his forward passes, Jesus. <laughs> um, but outside of that, he's really developing into the player. Now he came from the Dragons, had a lot of raps on him, so much so that. A lot of Dragons fans were surprised that they let go of a guy like Rhys Robbins. I think he played for Queensland. I think he – was it Queensland or New South Wales? Played for New South Wales. Played for Australian schoolboys as well, I think. Yes. He played every Every, year. He he was a weapon. A weapon. And Dragons, for some reason, I don't know, let him go. And I think we're starting to see him develop into the player we always thought he could be. Uh, So, look, great stuff, guys, honestly. Uh, And we'll just talk quickly. uh, Talangi, is he a Smoky for Origin?
3: Well, yeah, I I think he should be. He's – He's he could much more. He's outrageous. Yep.
0: There was only one bomb that he dropped where I was like, oh, like dropping bombs like, you know, that are just just dropping them without any pressure on you or whatever. That's almost like the biggest no-no ever for Origin. You just can't afford to do that. Like fair enough if you're going up for it and you drop it whatever, but just dropping it cold. But outside of that, like the Goosey for his try, um, his finishing last couple of weeks has been outstanding.
3: Oh, I think he's been a better finisher this year than, than the other two that I'm picking at the moment.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I can see that biggest body. You know, he, he'd be able to handle the contact, mate. Good signs. Uh, so Especially
3: if you are going to have Val Holmes in the centres too.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Outside, yeah, build those combinations. Jeez. So he might be a smoky actually. It's a good point. He might be, yeah. Because like you go Val Holmes, him on one edge, and then you go gay guy Oates, To experience. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, now onto the Storm. Uh, I should I should have had more confidence in myself. But remember when we watched the first trial with the Storm. And I said, if there is one thing I'm concerned about with the Storm this year, it is their depths and their yeah. depth is specifically in the middle. And we spoke about Nelson being really the only big body they had that could you know, skittle players. And I think we're really seeing the Storm's depth isn't as good as yesteryear at the moment. What do you guys think? For sure. This is where I,
3: I think a lodge signing would just make.
2: Whoa. so much sense
3: and it would make such a difference to this side but um, yeah look I've got I know we, we we don't say it very often but when we do it gets used to a lot it was a very un-Melbourne
2: yeah. performance like like even two like weeks the, in a
3: row two weeks in a row yeah but just some of the tries I conceded in this game like they were really soft mm. they were soft by any team standards mm. like um, the Gilbert one off the short kick off like that was, that was just, surprising that was bang average so there was a uh even the one that, that that i pointed out before that robson scored like should never score that against melbourne mm. then you've got
0: the cohen hess one it was a great play and it was a double movement it got disallowed but like you know around the ruck they're usually just so strong so strong um yeah look i, I really think we're seeing uh their depth just isn't the same as like very rarely did the did yeah, their centres come in Like <clears throat> Unfortunately You know uh, Iremiah And Seve Like they had a real Tough tough night Like yeah. a really tough night
3: <clears throat> Well yeah we, we, we were talking During the week And you know I, I, I think This weekend Or the weekend after I think we'll start to see A Warbrick Maybe a Howarth mm. Start to come into yeah, this I side. thought
2: they might have Haven't spoken to you About mm. Warbrick Who I hadn't paid a lot of attention to You pointed him out to me looked at his numbers Watched him highlights it Looks very good Carving up Queensland Cup I thought he must have been a chance last week ahead of either Seville or Jeremiah, but I did see on NRL.com he was listed as injured and due back this week, so maybe that, well, more than likely, that played into it, uh, whether or not he's good to go this week, but pretty exciting, eh?
0: Yeah. Look, yeah, the, the Storm, <coughs> I don't know what to say because it's actually been, so the last time they lost two games in a row, 30-plus points or whatever, it's 2013. <laughs> so it's
3: been up. It was probably during Origin, too, Yeah, I'd probably guess. during Origin. Yeah. Mm. Is it Are we concerned For the storm Yeah I, 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 I'm not concerned As in like Fuck they're gonna miss The eight But I'm concerned That It's a worry They're playing Teams That are at the top That they're not Competing with mm. like they And I understand They're missing players I get it But 30 points is a big whack In the modern game Yeah Absolutely And I thought the Cowboys Were unlucky Not to score more
0: Yep Yeah right. What do you reckon Timmy
2: uh, Concerned in one element That's obviously depth But If all going to plan And they get players back uh, For the business end of the season Bellamy And that roster Are way too good And I do not have Concern in the world And they'll be there Come prelim Grand final time And knocking the door down For another premiership The issue is obviously depth Because If they do have a couple Of key injuries Like they do now Come prelim Final time Or grand final time There's no way They're beating Penrith At mm. anywhere near full strength But um, so I think, yeah, we're seeing that we're, they're going to need to be full strength. I know it's only a two-week little passage, but it was pretty detrimental in what we saw. Mm. A bit of an eye-opener. So if they're full strength come finals time, wouldn't concern me one bit. But as you said before, they're just not dealing with – they don't have the depth that they have for the last 15 years mm. where blokes have just slotted in seamlessly. Yeah. Look at that team. Like Harry Grant played at half-back. They're chopping and changing full-backs. Nelson was out. Welch has obviously gone for the season, but there was a lot of different moving parts to that side.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, and I, I must be—I would be biased because obviously I'm mates with Smitty. But I think we're really starting to appreciate the greatness of Cooper Cronk, Smith, and Slater. And why I say that is—is is like, imagine that team that had no Hughes, no Papenhausen, but Sly- Smith was playing nine. Mm. They, there's yeah. no way they—they they keep winning. Yep, they keep yep. winning. Or imagine that team, it had no Hughes, no Papinewsen, uh I've got it mixed up now. Is it Housen or Husen? I fucking, I don't know anymore. I've been, I've, I've got my mind in a pretzel. Ryan Pappenhausen. Housen. Jesus. I don't like, I try to fix it and then it just gets mixed up. Housen. Housen. Uh, anyway, imagine that same side with Cooper Cronk still on the side. Yeah. They, they win probably. They win probably. And I think that we're seeing, we're really starting to appreciate the greatness of these guys. Slater in the side still, whereas, you know, Munster, although. Absolutely amazing. And yes, he was actually sick this week. But it shows that if they lose one of those guys... Now, some people are trying to say, well, see, Storm made the right decision to pay him unders because he's not playing well without Hughes. I think Hughes without Munster would be in the same boat. You know, I think they complement each other equally. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whereas I think Storm in the past, Cooper Cronk, Smith especially, were so, so, so great that if they lost a few key players, they would just pick up the slack. Like, Smith would just play halfback. Remember when they made the grand font? Was it Brody Croft that was their seven?
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: And like Croft, you know, he's not, not even in, at the moment, not NRL standard. He's gone over the Super League. Like Smithy was just, Smithy was essentially playing seven. Yep. And then you look at Cooper Cronk. We have to remember Cooper Cronk won three grand finals In a row. In a row. Uh, so, I do believe that although the Storm systems have continued their dominance and played really good footy, it still can't replace greatness. And they're going to have to find a way to get around that going forward.
1: Yeah, Cross was the halfback in the grand final loss to the Roosters.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, I, I do think that it's all it is showing is that when you lose GOATS, it does affect you. Even the best systems, arguably at least some of the best systems in world sport. Like Melbourne Storm system, I honestly think would, would it compete against the All Black system, you know, great NFL team systems. So I don't think they've got anything to worry about because when they've got their full 17, they absolutely can win the premiership. Uh, but I do think it is a, a bit of a – not a wake-up call because they'd be aware of it, but just a warning shot of like our depth probably isn't as good as we th- hoped it would be. I do think it is concerning for next year because if this is how they're playing now without key players, they lose Kafusi, Bromwich Brothers, all next year they lose Cheese as well. Who have they who have they signed to cover those positions?
3: Yeah, well they're yeah. hoping Tariq Sims. Uh, has that been confirmed? Yeah. Yes, yeah, for next okay. year and then they for were talking about year.
0: maybe releasing early or whatever. Okay, so like for example, they could have really used Tariq on that. 100%. On that, like weekend.
3: Yeah. And this is where – you know, it would be interesting to see what Melbourne do over the next few weeks, whether it is a lodge or whoever it might be. I think they have to bring in some middle somewhere, don't they? Mm. Like they have got a lot of really good edge, edge young guys there, but it's the middles that they're really lucky Yeah, for and we, we spoke about – at the start of the year,
0: I think they need to go in the market for yeah. a couple of big boppers. I really do. Uh, what do you reckon, Timmy?
2: The Matty Lodge one intrigues me because it happened so suddenly down nowhere. As We said We couldn't really explain it before. Imagine if you just got a call from Belliac <laughs> saying, mate – come here, be every chance at winning a premiership with us, exactly what Melbourne needed need right now. He'd have to be taking unders to do it. Unless they've got some cap space somewhere, but that mm. seems relatively unlikely. Um, mate, if I'm... Geez, ma- he could fit for them.
0: Mate, if I'm Lodge, I'd honestly almost go there for free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously. Like, I would honestly... He's already got paid, you know, 400k for the year, mate. You can afford to. You
3: literally just send him your expenses for the week and say, yeah. cover this and I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Just, just get
0: me somewhere to sleep. Yeah. Mate, I'll sleep in your spare bedroom. Lodge there, it, it, Lodge and nice, like, wow. So I do think that this Storm need to go into the market for a couple of forwards. I think my concern isn't for them this season. They absolutely are the Melbourne Storm and they absolutely will be challenging for a premiership, no doubt in my mind. But uh, little little concern is for next year that I, ha- I unless they've got some young guys coming through that I'm unaware of, I, I think that they're probably going to need to go into the market to replace guys like Jesse, Cafusi yeah. and uh, Kenny.
3: Yeah, and I mean, you're still going. To, we're going to come back next year, and yes, Christian Welsh is going to walk back in this side, but he's That's still coming new off new an ACL. Yeah. Mm.
0: That's another Christian Welsh would have been, you know. Yeah, yeah. and look in in Storm's defense, Welsh, Nas, Pavan, Hughes. It's going to affect. I think the reason why we're so surprised is because we have we hold Storm to a higher standard than any other team in the comp. I think is that mm. a fair statement? Yes. Um, And it's because they've earned the right to be held to a higher standard because they are so great. They are so great. I think that it's – let's say they do go into finals footy injury-free. It's actually a scary time for other teams because this is like reality check shit. And you don't want the Storm to get reality checks because then they become even scarier. Uh, So, yeah, I just – the key concern is the depth – I don't think it's a concern for their premiership threat at all. Uh, they are missing – any side missing their one, their seven,
3: and their key two front rowers would struggle. And, I mean, the reality is this Cowboys side, they're the real deal. Yeah. They beat Parramatta by the same score last week the a uh, few weeks ago with mm. this, with their full strength solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I, think, I think that they'll be fine. I think they'll absolutely be uh, challenging for a premiership uh, – I think it's a mixture of the Cowboys are the real deal and Storm missing quite a few players. But it does put a spotlight on their depth. They need to probably sort that out, especially for next year. Uh, now, on to the next game.
1: Some breaking news. This is a kind of one from left field that I didn't expect. Warriors playmaker Chanel harris aveda will take a break from rugby league at the end of this year. So he won't re-sign yeah, with the Warriors. He's just going to travel and do things that he wants to do and then he'll probably come back to rugby league after that
0: yeah look you know what i understand it man like even like me personally like building all this up like you work so so hard for so long you still want to go and live your life like you i've never been traveling like i've played rugby league since i was 17 i've never traveled the world i've never experienced like europe any of the asian countries i mean i went to vietnam for like two days outside of that you know i've never really experienced the world so although like it's shocking. It's also...
3: I get it to a degree. It sounds outrageous, but then when you more and more think about it and the experiences... Well, yeah, you, like, you know. got to remember, like, the last two years for him have been a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah.
0: And also, like, he has a year off and, and some... Like, he's already played NRL. So when you think about, like, what... How many games he's he played? Like, 40, 50? 40, 50 NRL games. It's like, what's the difference between playing... And let's say he comes back and plays NRL. He's only going to miss one, one season. We've seen plenty of guys come back and play. So... I kind of understand it. In the grand scheme of things, of life, you know, if that's his, if that's what he values, then that's what he values. So, I, I hope mentally he's all happy, and it's <laughs> not about like mental health. He, he made
1: it point to say that it definitely is not mental. He health just related. wants to live
0: his life. Yeah, yeah so man, I, just, and I think there'd be I, a lot of
3: guys in this position that don't have the courage to do it. I respect the shit
0: yeah. of it, actually. I yeah. love he, it. Yeah. He's been quoted
1: yeah. to say that he he kind of feels guilty about the decision, but he's going to do he it. He shouldn't.
0: He <laughs> shouldn't. You know, I think it's brave, and I think that. He's not going to regret it. Like, to go travel the world and experience life, like, there's so much more to life than, you know, it's rugby league. I yeah. mean, uh, fuck, I live and breathe it, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, look, I, respect, respect to him. Good on him for, for having the brave to step out of societal's expectation of, are you serious? You, you know, you've been given this gift to play rugby league. You should play it. It's your, it's your duty. It's like, well, no, actually, he doesn't actually have a duty to anyone except for the people he loves and himself. So good on you.
3: Jeez, there, there would have been a couple of clubs eyeing him off too that would have been filthy.
0: A lot of clubs would have been keen on So guy, one, like
3: as we said before with your Mitch Moses, Dylan Browns, there's another one off the market yeah. that teams would have been looking at.
0: He's silky, man. He just hasn't been given, with injury and that, he hasn't been given a chance to really find all you know his, his potential. And he's what, still 22, 23? It is so is that at the end
3: of
1: this year or is that – yeah, so he'll play out the year. He still wants to play the World Cup, whether that's for New Zealand or Samoa, and then he'll take take a break.
2: Respect to him. That's the right way to do it. Keep in mind that he's spent the last two years living away from home and yeah. family. Yeah. Everything you touched on before. Yep. Yeah. Um, bloody good on him. What yeah. a legend?
3: So, legend. Do, if you're the Warriors, do you do you play him this year or do you just sort of do you look to? The Mate, future? if you're the Warriors,
0: I'm just getting wins this year. I'm yeah, just doing okay. whoever is the best seventeen to get wins. Because like I look at their side and like it's not like they're. Recruiting anyone big that I know of that they're trying to build for. Um, yeah, I'm just. Well, they've got Volkman that's just walked in there. Yeah, look, I put it this way if I have a choice between playing Volkman and him and Volkman is ready, I'm absolutely going mm. Volkman. But if it gets to a point where, you know, Volkman absolutely isn't ready, I'm just trying to get wins. Um, but yeah, look good on him.